Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Greg Russell. Greg is the head of talent at SnapDocs. In this episode, we talk about values-based recruiting, how the company story lives across the candidate's recruitment process, and how the D in diversity needs to best live with the E and I in equity and inclusion. In just a few minutes, you'll hear how the SnapDocs talent team tells elements of its story across the various touch points that exist with a candidate. When appropriate, there are text and emails. There's collateral and oral history. There are panels comprised of colleagues. This mix helps the SnapDocs team best align its values with the right candidates. A theme that's emerging is the role that podcasts play with people and talent teams. Audio is the most authentic and scalable way to elevate the stories that live with a company. Podcasts are a way to weave in values, culture, and yes, even a form of oral history into a piece of content that could be consumed in an on-demand fashion. When we think about podcasts, we often think of audio that is listened to on a directory like Apple and Spotify. This is a broad general market strategy. Yes, we'll promote the podcast, but basically, whoever finds it, finds it, and maybe they'll visit our career page after. Who knows? I can't really tell. The future of podcasts is as an owned content strategy, and it will need to live on your channels. You'll tell stories about your values. You'll share the founding story. You'll talk about the marketplace that you're disrupting. You'll highlight ERG leaders and the salesperson that started at the bottom, who's now your top performer. Sure, you might still publish the podcast to Apple and Spotify, but the utility will be in how you best deliver the right piece of content at the right time. As Greg mentions, some candidates need to hear that the company is a place where they can grow and flourish in their career. Other candidates will want to hear about the huge problems that the company is solving. The most underrated part of podcasts, they can act as a bridge between human touch points. They can be connective tissue. They engage and inform in a non-intrusive fashion. Venly is an audio platform for business, and we believe that your audio should live where you do business. Whether you're leveraging Venly's Slack integration to securely share content internally or embedding the content on a careers page, Venly enables a seamless way to share company audio content to its own channels. With Venly, a recruiter can text a specific episode to the right candidate, or the audio can live as part of an email drip campaign. All content is shared in custom players that are branded to look and feel like your business. Are you interested in how podcasts might play a role in how you tell your story to candidates? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the awesome Greg Russell. Hey, Greg. Hey, Brian. Greg Russell leads the talent acquisition function at mortgage tech startup SnapDocs and has helped to grow the company from 35 to over 500 people today. Prior to SnapDocs, Greg co-founded and ran the Mitchell Lake Group's embedded recruitment business for 10 years. Greg is based in the San Francisco Bay Area, and when he's not building Legos or running around with his two young kids, you are most likely to find him watching live music. Now, the difference between your bio and my bio is I have two young kids and Legos, which means that I'm stepping on the Legos as I work my way across my house. Sounds like you have a better cleanup situation than I do. I'm nimble. (laughs) Agility with age is a wonderful thing. (laughs) For those who aren't familiar, what is SnapDocs? So at SnapDocs, uh, we're automating and digitizing the mortgage closing process. Mortgage is one of the last industries relatively untouched by modern tools and technology. Uh, Everything is still largely paper and wet signature based. And and anyone who has closed on a mortgage knows this is a pretty terrible process today. 
even if you've been through that process, what you, what you probably don't know is that there can be up to 10 different companies or types of companies involved in, in putting together one closing. Uh, and there are still folks in those businesses who are standing in front of fax machines or printers for a large chunk of their day. It's a bit like if a recruiting team had to manage all their candidates with only paper resumes instead of an applicant tracking system, or if a sales team managed all their prospects on index cards, you know, in a Rolodex instead of using a CRM. So we're providing tools to those folks and connecting them so the whole process is faster, smoother, and, and more secure. You're a believer that recruiting is storytelling, but people join companies at different stages of their careers and for different reasons. Sometimes they want to hear or, or maybe even want to believe different stories. How do you think about telling the SnapDoc story to candidates? Do you tell the same story when recruiting an entry-level position as a director? Does a salesperson get the same story as an engineer? Walk me through the playbook that you put together in telling these stories. There are, of course, different stories for different roles and personas, uh, but the company story remains largely the same. That is, the story of our culture remains largely the same. Our recruiters will talk about the company from a slightly different perspective when talking to an engineer than they will when talking to a salesperson, for instance. The engineer is going to want to hear about the technical challenges we face, the tech stack we work with, the product roadmap. Um, the salesperson is, is going to uh, really gravitate towards you know, the problems that our product solves, who our client base is, who we're selling into at those clients. And they're going to want to hear about the length of the sales cycle, how we overcome obstacles, et cetera. So, so naturally, those two stories are quite different. But they both want to hear about the company culture. And they both want to hear about how our operating principles show up. So, you know, we, we really make sure that we get that that's kind of the baseline of the story, right? They'll both want to hear about, about empathy, why it's important to us, even if it shows up in very different ways in their respective work days. They both want to hear the stories we tell about the foundation of the company, about our growth along the way, about how we're really bringing digital transformation to a pretty old school space. Albeit, they'll think about that transfer, transformation in very different ways. And then, of course, the story also revolves around the access of seniority, as you mentioned. So an entry-level person may really engage with the story of SnapDocs as uh, a thrilling startup to be a part of, where a director is going to engage more with, with that story of transforming a truly massive industry. And they may think more about uh, what that success will look like you know, on their resume, right? But I believe that, that both of those you know, personas, the, the senior person and the, the entry-level person, they'll both engage in a, in a closely, a more closely aligned way to the cultural story. You know, the, the mission and culture are, are such big drivers for candidates today, uh, more and more than ever before. And so I truly believe that both the 20-year-old who is landing her first real job will be just as excited by the story of empathy and authenticity at SnapDocs as that director who has been working for 20 years. Now that director she may know much better than her entry-level colleague that that empathy, empathy and authenticity that we talk about is a pretty rare thing in the, in the corporate world, but that story will, will definitely resonate with, with both of them, I think. A lot of companies think about their uh, consumer journey through a traditional marketing funnel of awareness at the top and purchase at the bottom. In that vein, how do you continue to tell the SnapDoc story through a candidate's process? We're talking about empathy, we're talking about culture, but besides screening calls and interviews, is there content that they intersect with along that journey? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. While, while we're always working on the talent brand, and we certainly do have a couple of chunks of work to do this year, we also don't, don't script this stuff out for the recruiters. So, you know, we built our, our own operating principles in the talent team based off of our, our company operating principles. Uh, and tell the story is one of those uh, one of those principles, and that's the main directive that my team gets. I mean, sure, we have everyone practice their company pitch, 
until they're sick to death of doing that. Um, we provide them with talking points and links to press and different resources, but we really leave the storytelling up to them. So the, the individual recruiter really reads the candidate, you know, what's important to them and why, uh, and importantly, when. Maybe our benefits are really important to someone, uh, but not on the first or even second call. Maybe the recruiter saves that for later. Maybe they can tell that the story of the mortgage space and how we're one of the main drivers of that transformation is what that particular candidate needs to hear up front. You know, and we always talk about how, how closing starts with the very first call, right? So the recruiter is gathering information, getting to know that candidate, laying the groundwork for a strong relationship, and they use everything they learn about that candidate to shape, curate, and iterate the story all along the way. So it's, it's kind of really a living, breathing thing. It's not, it's not so fixed, right? And so screening call interviews, yes, of course, but for the average hire, our recruiters are probably connecting with them a minimum of 10 to 20 or more times along that journey. And each of those touch points, whether a conversation, an email, a text, is part of the story. And it's a chance to add to and, and really kind of shape that story as we go. So we've kind of really, I think almost by necessity, we, we kind of leave it in, in their hands to do that. You mentioned just before uh, operating principles that the company possesses. Empathy is a core one. Can you talk a little bit about the collateral that is built to train team members around these principles and how that manifests itself in a panel interview? Sure. So, so empathy is actually, actually our North Star, um, our one principle to rule them all, as I like to say. And, and yeah, so this is, this is actually a big piece of work we're beginning and which will probably be a months long or even ongoing effort is to build more collateral around our principles and culture. Uh, at the moment, believe it or not, it's, it's largely an oral tradition. We, we do have a training deck that we use with, with operating principles interview panel, and there is a guiding document that we share with them as well. So every, every person who gets hired at Snapdocs goes through this, this operating principles interview. But the story that that panel and really all interviewers and recruiters at Snapdocs tell uh, and really all Snapdocs employees, when they talk about the company to anyone, starts with the stories that they hear during their own interview process when they're being hired. Uh, and it continues when they get onboarded. They hear stories all through the onboarding process about the company, the founding, how we're impacting the industry, how our principles show up. It's true that some of this is in collateral form, presentations and the like, but much of it is, is purely oral. There's there's a scavenger hunt new hires go on to learn about the company. And, and they're actually, part of that is they go and, and they talk to different people around the company and they hear stories from those folks, right? Um, and then during the onboarding process, they hear our origin story. I give a talk every week on what our principles mean and how we use them. But again, you know, even though there's, there's a deck, you know, that, that I show that, that shows the, the definitions of our principles, it's really, you know, it's really a half an hour of, of, of me kind of telling stories about how they show up and how they have showed up for us over time, how we've used them. And then there's, there's the mechanisms by which we celebrate and, and therefore reinforce the principles. So things like our, our kudos Slack channel, where praise for anyone around the company is hashtagged to one or more of our principles, um, or the annual SnapDocs Awards, aka the Duckies. Um, we call ourselves Ducks at SnapDocs. Uh, where you know we run a fun and kind of goofy award show to recognize the folks who, who best exemplified each principle during the year. Um, these things are less about collateral and much more about what I consider kind of that, that narrative tradition, that oral tradition. I think many of us have been told a really compelling story during an interview process, only to find that life at the company isn't exactly what was sold during recruitment. What is the connective tissue and flow of communications internally that ensures that the story that's being told to a candidate is in fact a true story. Yeah. So first, I would say, you know, any decent recruiter is going to tell a story that's that's based in truth. 
hopefully, you know, as much as they may want to highlight certain, certain aspects of culture or work life over others. But if you're just out there fabricating stuff, you know, you're going to get found out pretty quickly uh, and your company's retention is going to be pretty poor. Um, in our case, you know, I guess we're lucky. We, we truly do have a special culture and it's easy to talk about something that's really special. You know, you just tell your own honest and authentic story uh, and the enthusiasm speaks for itself. The specialness kind of really comes out. You know, we, authenticity is actually one of our company operating principles, right? And so we, we do look to that when we, when, when we think about storytelling in the, in the talent org. And like other, several other departments at SnapDocs, I think I mentioned, the talent team has created our own department-specific operating principles. Um, and it does tie to our company principle of be, all, be authentic. So here, I'll actually read it, read it for you. So it's called Tell the Story. And what we say is, we understand that recruiting is storytelling and that storytelling in turn is culture building. We tell the SnapDoc story in an authentic way and the stories that are authentic to each of us. We know that we don't need artifice and subterfuge if candidates hear our truth. So right there, it's, it's kind of baked into our, our DNA, right? The very way that, that we're directed to operate in the talent team, tell the story in an authentic way. Um, and I think another key is also baked right in there. Recruiting, recruiting is storytelling and storytelling in turn is culture building. So it's like this, this really powerful flywheel. We go out there and we tell the story of this special place over and over, every chance we get to talk to the candidate. And we do it honestly and authentically. And then that carries over to the operating principles interview, you know, where I, I tell that panel that they are actually deputized as recruiters for that interview and that their directive is, is also to tell their own SnapDoc story authentically. So by the time a candidate becomes a hire and arrives for onboarding, they've internalized the story. In fact, many of them have internalized it so much that they use it, at least in part, to make their decision to join. New hires tell me this every week, that the culture story that they heard you know, during their during that process was a big reason they joined. So then they go through a week or two of onboarding where that story is reinforced over and over. So now they go out and they live it. They perpetuate it in their work. You know, hey, I know this is an empathetic and authentic place. So therefore I will, I must operate that way. Uh, and then they go out and tell a story to friends, former colleagues, candidates, because they, a lot of them become interviewers, right? And so this, this flywheel just keeps getting stronger. I'll get you out on this question. DEI is often bundled together as one domain, but diversity is different from equity, which is different from inclusion. As the head of talent, diversity is your job, but there are other departments at the enterprise that are responsible for equity and inclusion. What's that partnership look like? Can you point to a staple content format, event, program that might bridge these disciplines together effectively? Yeah, so your, your premise is exactly right. DEI is, is really three different but interconnected things. And while Everyone at SnapDocs can and does contribute to each of them. Um, you are correct that there, of course, needs to be an owner for each. And talent owns the, the work of diversifying the team, the D, right? We own the sourcing, we own the pipeline. People team, HR, they own equity and inclusion. And we have a really great partnership with our people team. We work really closely with them on, on any number of things, DEI not least of which. And one of our HR business partners runs point on all things DEI for us from our ERGs to our pay equity analysis to unconscious bias training to our surveys and metrics tracking. So we work really closely with her when we contemplate different diversity sourcing initiatives. Uh, and I'd say that partnership is really the thread, the bridge to make these three disciplines work together. And I think if I had to point to one program that is the bridge more than others, it's probably the diversity hiring and unconscious bias training we've done and we're planning to expand. This is where all three things really come together for many of us. and. And where we had a group 
you know, when we've done it in the past, we had a group consisting of recruiters, HR, hiring managers, all in one place, metaphorically, of course, these days, um, consuming all of this content together and using it to improve what we do in these areas and how we think about these areas. And then the last thing I'd say about this is, you know, DEI is a journey. This is work that's never done, ever. You know, we're, we're pretty proud of our results so far and our track record. Um, we track metrics and we're, we're significantly more diverse than the tech company average. Uh, we're just finishing a pay parity analysis and we're one of relatively few companies to sign up for, for California's equal pay pledge. We have company sponsored and budgeted ERGs and the leads of those groups are compensated. But even still, you know, having, having said that, being able to kind of look at that and be pretty proud of all that, you know, we know that we have a long way to go and much work to do. It's, it's important work to do and it feels great to see the results, but we're realistic. You know, we know it will never actually be quote unquote done. We're joined today by Greg Russell of SnapDocs. Greg, thank you so much for all your time and your wisdom. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. I really appreciate you having me.